Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? Should I Buy It, Though? I'm an alpha. No! <laughs> uh, I'm not saying I'm a beta, so uh, <laughs> I want to be the very best that no one ever was. And I'm a mysterious she-wolf that was born without a wolf and yet for some reason has magical powers that make everything interesting about me. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our worlds have mixed a little bit too much here, uh, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I was making a reference to Alpha Pokemon. Oh! Yeah, oh, I got no. that. That's how lost in the sauce I yeah, am on our so, fucking books we're reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I amend mine then? Yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, uh, just a little guy. Just a little uh, Bidoof. A Bidoof? No. A, a Bidoof? Or I guess a Badoo. Oh, the little guy with the leaves on yeah, his head? Yeah, the little cabbage guy. The little guy. green thing, yeah. Whoa. Okay, context for the listeners at home. Uh, Hannah and I work on audiobooks during the day. And they're and we're reading a lot books. of werewolf books. So, <laughs> so I, thought he, I thought he was quoting one of the books we were reading. <laughs> Anyways, and this week we're talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus. Dun, dun, dun. Yay. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> es un plátano. Squirtle. <laughs> Uh okay, well I'm wait, not gonna you explain know that, more. Wait, have you ever seen that TikTok that's like, who's that Pokemon? And it's like Pikachu! And then it says, It's Clefairy, and he just goes, Fuck! <laughs> I'm not I'm not familiar with that one. The one I did was uh um God, I wish Amanda were here. So <laughs> in high school our friend used to reference it all the time and it's a it's a, a cutout of I think it's Metapod. Mhm. Um but it's just like who is that Pokémon? You just hear some dude in the background go, "Es un plátano, a plantain." <laughs> <laughs> That's no, good. There's, there's the one where it's I'm pretty sure it's uh Doug Trio and um it looks like a gravestone and so yeah. there was the D&D joke where it was like it's your parents to the rogue <laughs> <laughs> that's good it's Anyways. that's funny <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so this week we're talking about the latest pokemon game which is technically not a mainline pokemon game but definitely mm. should be I yeah 100% agree yeah this is weird timing because i know it's been out for a little second uh, i think was it today or was it yesterday that they announced po- uh the new generation yesterday Yeah, you told me yesterday, so. Uh, so I'm so excited for that. We'll we'll probably talk about that a little bit at the end, I guess. Sure. um, I think it's safe to say, spoiler-free review this time around. uh, Mm -hmm. Unless, I don't know what Pokemon fans consider spoilers. I don't know what to even spoil. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess this is, much like Star Wars, this is a good one to give some context for. Like, how lost in the Pokemon sauce are you? (laughs) Um... I did not play it growing up. It was just, like, not on my radar. I, like, actively rejected the trading card game for some reason. <laughs> um, but I did always think they were cute. I tried playing Emerald once on an emulator on my Android phone. It just it, it, it wasn't it, Chief. Mm. So my first, like, real Pokemon game, aside from Pokemon Go, which I did get into for a little bit, um, was Let's Go Pikachu. 
And I actually really, really, really liked it. I think it was designed for me in that it's like, oh, let's bring in the people who aren't on board yet with a, a like enhanced remake of the original game. I think it was lovely. But because of the nature of Pokemon, I was, I've always largely been like, I don't think I ever need to play any others because I recognize that it's kind of like, it's mostly the same thing over and over again. And we can get into the Pokemon industrial complex if you want to, <laughs> uh, because there's so much that goes into like, I, I, I don't know why I'm so lost in like that. I love watching like, uh. A lot of the analysis on like the Pokemon business ma- model, which is crazy because it's the most valuable freaking franchise in the world. Anyways, all that is to say, <laughs> I'm not like a crazy Pokemon fan. I think they're cute, but this one finally intrigued me because it looked like they were doing something new. So I came in very hopeful, uh, but probably with high expectations too. So, yeah. Yeah, I did grow up with Pokemon. I not only grew up playing the game on my. <sighs> silver game boy advanced <laughs> but um also list like watching the show religiously i watched the movies there was what is it uh mewtwo the mewtwo movie yeah yeah did yeah. you watch that one i, I did. loved that one was, how um, did you feel about detective pikachu actually it was so i thought it was funny but like i also i i'm kind of one of those people mm. where like if i go in knowing like okay this isn't yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't going to be what <laughs> what it probably should be but i can appreciate the comedic content Mm -hmm. yeah i saw it at a five dollar theater so i was like yeah no i was like this is (laughs) stupid it gave me deadpool vibes yeah i was like i love that but yeah i grew up playing pokemon i love pokemon um i was just telling john about an experience i had the other day i get super emotionally attached to my pokemon sometimes (laughs) that is a mistake when you are um about nine years old and you don't know what the word release means when you're looking at uh, your PC with all your Pokemon. And you have your one little ponyta that you're so proud of. And you think that release means it's going to do what you can do in this game where they can get out of the Pokeball and run around with you. You're like, yeah, release them. Let's go frolic in the field. No. And where my ponyta is still out there. You abandoned it. I didn't mean to. Anyway, um, spoiler free. I'm having a ton of fun. I love Pokemon. And yes, like I know like every Pokemon game before this one's been the same, but I still will play them all and I still love them a lot. But this is so fun. There is one, I mean, I guess this is still spoiler free, but the only like, and this isn't even a huge deal. This is probably just like a me personal thing. I wish we were past the whole, what gender are you? Like, I kind of wish you could have just like decided what your hair looked like and like what you were wearing. Mm. But that's just a me thing. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Fair. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, instead of being like, ah, I am girl or I am boy, just be like, what do you yeah. want your hat to be? Right, cool. right. Unrelated but related because they announced the new games yesterday and there was, I've seen so much stuff on Twitter about like, I hate the art style for the new protagonist. And I'm just like, I mean, it, it looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, see the, I see the difference. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes, it's different, but I'm like... It, Come on, come on, guys! They're all like <laughs> little anime children. Like I can yeah. say, um, oh, this might be spoiler. I don't think so. You know, Arita, the the chick that like wears Pokemon sure. Pokeball colors all the time. Um, girl, where did you get those heels? That's all I want to know. <laughs> They're little Pokeball <laughs> heels. They're like little platforms. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. 
Um, I also played it growing up on my blue Game Boy Advanced. Um, my first one was Gen 3. I played Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire. Um, loved it. Played Diamond and Pearl. Loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after, I think, Gen 6, like Pokemon X was my last one for a while. And I don't think I even beat that one. I never got around to playing that one. Yeah, I dropped off super hard after that. And I think just growing up, I immediately realized, like, these are all the same. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't pick up another game. Well, I played the remakes of, like, Sapphire and Ruby, like Alpha Sapphire, Omega Ruby. Um, but those are just the same games that I used to love. Um, and then I didn't pick up a new Pokemon game until this one. And I think it's my second favorite ever. Um, I mean, obviously Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, those will always be my favorite cause they were my first, but this one, yeah, good stuff because there's new stuff, a lot of new stuff that I hope they bring into, we talked about it yesterday, some of the, the future games, yeah, um yeah. but yeah i'm cool. i'm definitely on board with this new kind of way of doing it we really run the whole gamut in terms of like pokemon audience here yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so cool um where do we even start with this one i guess um what it's it's a hard one because it's like do we do we have to explain right if okay if you somehow don't know <laughs> what Pokemon is. <laughs> Traditionally, it is really complex rock, paper, scissors with Neopets. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, that is correct. It's cute little animals. You go collect all of them and they all have different powers. They're just little guys. Yeah, and they have different types. So it's it's like, you know, rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock, whatever the, <laughs> hell the, the, the long one is. Um... But, of course, there's more, there's training, and then I know in some of them there's breeding and yada, 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 all of I this. love the daycare. Um, in, uh, what am I, what was I playing on my DS before I got my Switch? Uh, I think it was, I was replaying Platinum, I think, which is just like Pearl, but in a different mm-hmm. light, I guess, or a different filter. But, um... I love the daycare center where you can like leave Pokemon and they'll just like make babies. And if you <laughs> leave a ditto, then it'll just keep making babies. There's no, at least I haven't run into it. There's no breeding in this game, right? Um, there's a weird daycare system. There's a daycare. I think. Well, there's so, the pens. The there's, pens. There's um the pens, uh-huh. but it's the daycare. And so I wonder if you leave two of the same Pokemon of different genders, if they will make an egg. I mean, I haven't I have, used like, it. I haven't used it either. Am I missing something? Is there a daycare? Like they call it a daycare, or are you talking about the pens outside? Well, if you talk to the lady in the front of the pens, yeah. she says, "Hi, welcome to the daycare." Yeah, she says daycare. Oh, I, I didn't catch that it was daycare, but no, I have like a million Pokemon in there. Okay. okay. Did so, they make babies? Not that I am aware of. I, Damn it! As far as I understand, it's just like a holding pen for whichever ones are not in your party. Uh, maybe. But, maybe. Uh, okay. I guess. Maybe later on. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess more context. Uh, I'm about 20 hours in. I've just unlocked the third, like, large area of the map. Um, Hold on. I'm about yeah. to find out how many hours I've sure. been. Uh, Is the third one the island 20, one? 20. Yeah. I'm about 20 hours and 50 seconds. Wait, what? And 50 minutes. Yeah, I'm almost 21 hours in. Oh, you surpassed me. That's so weird. I did. 
Or I or you're close to me at least. I thought I thought I had like almost double the time at least last time we checked. I don't know. All like, right. Yeah, because that's what that says, right? Or am I just dumb? Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Cool. I like, no. I like. Wait. What? Ten hours. Where do you see that? Playtime. You were looking at the current time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have doubled me then. I was like, whoa, yeah. cool. I think we're all pretty much at the same point in the game. Just about. I, think I you, yeah, I just unlocked the fourth main area. Oh, nice. Okay. I haven't really explored it yet at all, though. Yeah. I'm just kind of doing whatever, you know, doing what comes. Yeah, this kid, this is what this chick says. Sorry. For, for listeners at home, I am playing the game as we speak about it. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, okay, this says, uh, 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 yeah, do you have some Pokemon you'd like to leave here with me at the daycare? I am. That's the great thing about this game, though, what you said about you could just do whatever. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't get a sense from other Pokemon games. Yeah, um, so, so the big departure here is that, right, it's, I mean, Sword and Breath Seal, of the Wild World, Pokemon. I... Listen. Which is not an accurate description, I know, but that's what people I were know. saying. I know. It's just like, I loved Breath of the Wild so much, but <laughs> I hate that every game is being described as Breath of the Wild yeah. because it's open world mm-hmm. or because you can climb, like as if Breath <laughs> of the Wild invented that. I'm like, no. <laughs> but yes, it, it is. it has been billed as the Breath of the Wild Pokemon. And like, it is an apt analogy, but also like, temper your expectations, dude. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is being made by Game Freak. Keep in mind, uh, Pokemon is the most successful franchise in the world, and the game's TBH only exists to sell merch. Yeah. So they don't really care about the games. (laughs) It is still Um, a Pokemon game first. Yes. All that other stuff is extra. (laughs) So the, the, the big departure here for people who are coming from other games is that there is an open world and, or relatively open world where it's like you unlock sections. It's very, um, it's it's much more like the Monster Hunter worlds where, like, you can go out to certain areas, but instead of being on a single mission, like, you are released into the area to kind of do whatever. It is kind of like that. That is a good way to put it, I think. I think that's you, why I've liked it as much as I have. It it does give me some Monster Hunter vibes. And, yeah, you got your main hub world, too, and then you go out to these different places looking mm-hmm. for monsters, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're coming back and you're improving the hub world and you yeah. see the hub world grow and it's, mm-hmm. yeah. But the main premise for uh, for the story too is and uh, uh, um, take this, this is your last chance to leave the spoiler zone. No, no, no. It, it's not spoilers because it's like the the basic premise. But I mean, if there's some deep Pokemon lore that I'm not aware of, <laughs> y'all spare me. I mean, it's not a spoiler to say it's like ancient Sinnoh region. Yes. Yeah, and so at least what I've understood is like, oh, here are these people who like have been coexisting with Pokemon, but like it's not as civilized as you're used to in other games. The so Pokeball was of- just invented essentially yeah. in this it game. It looks so cool too. Yeah. I love yeah. like I-, I love the design of a lot of the stuff in- I, I like too. that you can craft Pokeballs. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's Normally- really nice. Normally, at least lately, because I feel like after Minecraft kind of like kicked off the boom with crafting, mm-hmm. it started getting really tiresome that every game has to have a crafting system. Yeah. I really like it in this game because it's Me super too. convenient. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like the whole premise of it is like you're in an early Pokemon society. And so your job is to catalog all the Pokemon to like find ways to incorporate them. So like we we're talking about you have like your village, your hub world. 
And like to me, one of the cool things is because of like the state of the world where like everyone's like, oh no, I'm afraid of the Pokemon. They're these wild unknown creatures that attack people. Um, as you like complete, especially the side quests, you basically bring people Pokemon that are like useful for certain things, and you see it slowly start to populate the village and all of that. So like, like it feels little, really cool. Like I like for it. example the little Bidoof, Speed, little carpenters, yeah. helping out in the village. Yeah, you get Geo dudes to help plow the fields. Yeah, you cute get, like, shit, my guy. Is yeah. all I had to say. So I guess let's start on that, right? Like the hub world. How do we? How do we feel about that? How do you like this? How do you like the the overall structure of like? Having the hub where you go and you're you're progressing through the ranks, right? You have this like star system mm-hmm. where you go up to ten stars. I think I'm at six right now. I'm at four. Yeah, uh, but basically, as you like progress, your rewards become greater with each rank, and uh, you can basically tame higher level Pokemon, and that usually goes hand in hand with advancing missions. Which then, once you advance like in the main quest enough, you open up more side quests and new areas. And so it's it's very like um uh I don't know what the right way it's just it has a very solid progression feel. I like it a lot. I, I like it lot. too. Yeah, I love it. I also like that um like something that was I mean, I guess the same thing sort of happens in the original Pokemon game. What I like is that you can go to heal your Pokemon before they've all fainted and you can just teleport there. Because something that would always get me in the original game is they would automatically send you back once Mm -hmm. all of your Pokemon have fainted. But if they were like at low health, you just had to hope that you made it where you wanted to go before they fainted or that you remembered how to get there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love how easy to read the map is and how you can just teleport to switch out your Pokemon and to heal them. That's been super cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's always something to do in that hub world too. Like always a reason to just go back and mess around there for a little bit before you go back out and do Pokemon stuff, you know, like yeah. uh, ranking up or looking for side quests or like expanding your bag. Which yeah, is, that, that one dude that is gouging me to yeah. expand my inventory. I don't know how I feel about that. I almost prefer like, can I just give you all my money and you just like make it so I don't have to click through this every no, time? Literally, I'm I like. Here's the, I, I mean, I I think there are different like progressions for people. I love it because I don't spend my money on anything else. I go back. I'm like, okay, I can't drop below 10,000 monies because I don't know what I'm going to need the monies for. So that's my my reserve. But, like, I'll come back with 50,000. I'll be like, all right, dude. I'm like, it's so silly, though. He's like, I'll teach you how to be more yeah. efficient no, with your bag to make more and room. It's like, you have to pay for one lesson and it expands like one. Box. And yeah. he's like, I could teach you how to do it better than I taught you before. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Why are you blue balling me here? I, I do think it has activated the like accidental completionist part of my brain, though, where it's like, because I expanded my bag some, now I need to see how far I can take it. Yeah. So, <laughs> more so than collecting all the pokemon i'm like i gotta get max inventory slots <laughs> oh my god uh, but yeah like you said there's always something to do in the hub world and like if there isn't chances are i'm not there anyways because i mean you can end expeditions at any times i know i tend to go until i'm like out of resources and i'm mm-hmm. like all right let's go back mm-hmm. so like i remember there was one time i went back and he's like okay are you ready to go and i was like yeah because when you leave again because it's kind of like cordoned off by sections to return to the world you have to like report um and he's like are you ready to go you've caught 75 pokemon <laughs> like Jeez. um 
but yeah, it, it's it's really fun, and I think it's uh, I like it. It it works very well for my brain in terms of uh, the way the missions are doled out. Like I know I was talking to you the other day. I just finally finished Mass Effect Two, mm-hmm. and I love that one. I think it's like the way it doled out um, quests was like so well paced, where it's like you can do a bunch of side quests and then move on to the next big quest and do a bunch of side quests and then move on. Uh, I think this has like a similar feel where it's like, here's your big thing. You got to go do this thing to this Pokemon. This is like the important village saving task. But every time you get one of those new ones, like every time you hit that kind of checkpoint, the village suddenly populates with side quests. Yep. And a lot of times, like, you might have them already done. Other times, it's like, if, especially if you just unlocked a new area, it'll be like, find, you know, fill out the, the research catalog for this Pokemon or bring me one of these and bring one of these. And so it's a great way to, like, keep you engaged in the world without running straight to the quest. So I, I know my habit is, like, do all the side quests possible and then do the main quest. Yep. Um, and I think I love it. Speaking for if anyone is a gamer like me who is usually either like story based or kind of more casual for these like collectathon like completionist style games, which is uh, what I think Pokemon can often be, uh, I think this is a great way of like encouraging you to do it and to like do all these things without it just feeling aimless. I think right. having those side quests is like maybe one of the best improvements they did beyond the like open world and all of that yeah and and on that note though if you're like someone like me who doesn't really have a strategy and just kind of like does what's in front of me um Mm -hmm. it is super fun for that too like it's accommodating for different play styles you can be like john and you can do all the side quests possible or you can be like me and like not really keep track of whether it's a side quest or a main quest and just do follow the thing (laughs) <laughs> and like run around on the map and go towards the orb or whatever. So I think it's like it's got a lot for different kinds of and people. Yeah. Yeah. You're always accomplishing something too. Even the mini tasks in the Pokedex yeah, are very fun. nice. Yeah. Mm. You're like um because you don't just get a Pokemon registered to the Pokedex like you would normally do in another game. Mm-hmm. You have to like fill out the little, you know, tasks that they have you do, like catch 10 Bidoofs or whatever it is. And then yeah, once you each... get like 10 of those, you could register to the Pokedex. And that's just yeah. a fun little thing to do other than just like mindlessly leveling them up, you know? So. Yeah, I, I think because uh, when I did uh, uh, Let's Go Pikachu, I think I did end up collecting all of them. But like then it had the additional like collect like a shiny or like yeah. the size or I don't remember what they were in that game. But they had a couple of like extra costs where like I just didn't feel like it because I was like. I've I've explored the whole map, you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's more linear. Um, there's kind of no reason to do it beyond just doing it. In this game, um, yeah, you have your Pokedex, right? So you capture one for the first time, but in, in order to have it like count as researched, uh, and there are different levels. It goes all the way up to ten, but you have to hit level three basically with each one for it to like count as like a completed Pokedex entry. But you have a huge checklist of items, so it's catch this many, see it do this move, see it attack. It it changes from Pokemon to Pokemon. Um, but the cool thing is you have so much options, and you can get to level 10 without it being like, oh, I have to go catch three more different appearing like Pokemons. Because there are so many different options, and there are so many different levels to it, so like level 1 might be catch 2, and then level 2 might be catch 4, um, and that second level will count as like 
progression to your entry. So it really does a good job of like encouraging exploration, encouraging you to see all those things. It gives you ideas in terms of like what you want to do next time you see one, but it's still open enough that it doesn't just feel like a grindathon. I mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. Uh, and that to me, I love it. I think it is. It's been what. Uh, just that whole system that they made with with the the Pokédex this time around has really encouraged me to just enjoy doing like traditional grindy stuff without it feeling like it is, you know. I I've never felt like I was grinding in this game for anything. Yeah, which is yeah. a very new feeling to have in Pokémon. The only thing I feel like I'm grinding for is trying to get enough resources to keep crafting Pokemon. Oh, yes, it's true. <laughs> um, yeah, but even like leveling up is just so much more. It's seamless. It's seamless. Yeah. You don't even notice it. Yeah. Exactly. And like the shared XP is great. Um, yeah, even... in, in the original Pokemon games, you had to have an item for that to work, and you could only choose one Pokemon that the shared right. XP would go to. This, has this been is so, so cool. much better. It's just, yeah, I oh. think Let's Go did share it, if I if I recall okay. correctly. Um I I feel like it did. I could be wrong. I mean, like I said, like this is the first one I'm jumping into since yeah, a long yeah. time, so all of this is very new to me. Yeah. But whether it's new or whether it's carried over, absolutely. Like it's great because uh again, I think a big thing about this game was just encouraging you to have fun and encouraging you to experiment. And so like one of the things that's worked for me is like it's relatively easy to try out a new Pokemon because, like, you get a bunch of XP candy, right? Um, but then also because you have shared XP and because you can, uh, in this game, when you're harvesting resources, I know we haven't talked much about the crafting, but it's pretty straightforward. Like, there's things all over the world and you can craft Pokeballs on the fly. And then, like, you know, the the big revolution to this is the new capture system, which is all the Pokemon are in the overworld. They're never mm-hmm. hidden. And basically, you can sneak up on them. You can pull a Horizon Zero Dawn and sneak in the tall grass and throw a Pokeball at them. Or you can send your Pokemon out to battle uh, at them. Depending on how you approach them, you can catch them unawares. Like, all of that, any review you listen to is, like, going to harp on it for forever. It is incredible. Um, it it's so is. satisfying. It really, it is, really is. It is. But what what I like about it too is like you're using the Pokemon in the world. It it gives you like presence of them. Like you're using them to collect stuff from trees or like to mine ore. And so you're kind of always aware of like who you have in your party. And it's easier to level people up because there's a lot of passive ways to do it. Whether that's sending, being like, oh, I just added this person to my party. Let me only use them to collect resources so they're getting a little extra XP. Let me make sure I'm using them in battle so that, you know, they're getting like the lion's share of it. Um, But to me, it feels easier to swap people in and out because I will say that this was with my experience uh, in, in Pokemon before. Once I had my starting lineup, except for a few changes within the first, like, maybe 10 levels, I never changed my Pokemon. Partially because I get attached, which I do still suffer from in this game. I do, too. Uh, But partially because I'm like, well, now I'm at a tactical disadvantage, you know? (laughs) I've I've put so much effort into these Pokemon. So I'm curious. Like, do you guys change up your parties often? Constantly. Constantly. I, I, um, it depends. But, like... For me, I've been doing it just because of um, 
the completion stuff right yeah the completion stuff and also like the oh only pokemon of a certain level will listen to you so a lot of my starter pokemon are at like technically too high a level so they like really oh because yeah because you're because i only have four stars Uh technically but they were leveling up rapidly i just forgot to go back and like get my stars Uh so there was a while where like my um my little uh what's the name of the shinx uh evolution Luxord? Uh, uh, Luxio. Yeah. Oh, Luxio. Luxord's yeah. from my Kingdom Hearts. My Never little mind. Luxio was being sassy for a while. Um, That's funny. Yeah. And that was one thing I was going to say. Like, f- being a nerd that, that used to watch the show and everything, too, the attention to the nature of the Pokemon, like... How, like, fluttery Krikatots are. Yeah. Like, they see you and they're like, ah, run away, run away! Yeah. And then there's, like, um... The um the skunk dudes, the poison oh, skunk dudes. Yeah, skunk. Bro, I hate them. I hate them <laughs> so much. They're so aggressive. Yeah, and I just love like just the attention to detail on the nature of each Pokemon and how yeah. they're all unique. Yeah. yeah. It's so cute. Absolutely. I I think this is and you've seen it like they've been doing it on all the experimental series for a while but like You've seen how they know they're like we have to modernize the series, but for some reason they're too scared to do it with the mainline ones. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's make Pokemon Go. It's a phone app, but there will be three D models, <laughs> and then people liked it, and they were like, you know what? Fine, let's do let's go Pikachu. Okay, cool. It worked there. Let's put three D models in Sword and Shield and try an open world, but let's not animate the models well, and let's not have a good <laughs> open world. Drag them. Well, I um, hope the new one maybe will implement some of this stuff. But yeah, I, I think you're seeing it trickle down, right? Like you saw yeah. the three D yeah. models trickle down to Sword and Shield, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, we can probably talk about it more towards the end. But I really hope that whatever comes next. I have a feeling because it's so close in development, it's probably not going to implement a lot of the stuff. But I hope they see that this is such a success that, like, whatever their next mainline thing, it has to implement this stuff. Yeah. It really does because, like, just that freedom of the game, like, that is its selling point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And traveling around is, like, so easy. I know Hannah mentioned the fast travel stuff, but even just riding on, like, the backs of different Pokemon and getting to different places, it's. It is, and it's great. Like, if you don't feel like walking all the way across the map, you can just ride on it and get to where you need to go. It's perfect. It's really great for, like, once I feel like I've really, like, juiced an area, I'm like, I've caught all the Pokemon here. Like, there's not really much exploration for me to do, but I got to come here to do a specific thing. Mm -hmm. Then it's great to be able to hop on a Pokemon and just, like, run past everything. Yeah. Also, the way that they can jump up mount jump up mountains has been super cool too. Yes, it really uh, scratches my uh, my Skyrim itch of <laughs> trying to scale a mountain that was not designed to be scaled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you can do it. You can do it. It doesn't ha- it doesn't have the freedom of Breath of the Wild in terms of like actually being able to climb, but it does have the freedom of like early two thousands open worlds where it's like you can <laughs> technically go up. slightly break in the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's fun because like I find especially when you go to a new region I find myself taking like weird paths that like I'm not supposed to take so that mm-hmm. the first few times you go back every time I like end up in a different area and it, it's really fun it's just fun to explore in this game mm-hmm. right how do we feel about combat because the cool thing about uh, about this here like with the Pokemon being like foreign to us and being like in the wilderness is like the Pokemon will attack you and they've introduced uh, these things called alphas in this game which I have Interest. I have like half and half feelings about. I like them, um, 
But I'm also a little confused as to like their purpose beyond just being a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're stronger. It's the risk reward kind of a thing. Yeah. I just have like I've I found um, and this might just be a balance issue maybe. And I, I don't think have alphas existed in the past in Pokemon. I not, don't know. At least not in this shape. Right. Right. There were, there were things like it in the TV show. Gotcha. Well, yeah. So basically it's like ultra strong Pokemon with red eyes that are like always going to be aggressive usually like the evolved forms yeah and like they're they're mega powered but i found at least like where i'm at and keep in mind i'm like relatively high level like my party i think they're all they're all like level 60 um it's usually easier for me to one shot one of the alphas than it is for me to capture them like i will purposely yeah weak moves so I can capture it. And, like, I've done it a few times, but it is such a pain that more often than not, I'm like, I'm just going to kill you. Like, <laughs> I guess to alleviate that, it, it might be a good time to bring up the new kind of battle system with, like, the agile yes. style and strong yeah. style. Um, you could do, like, your regular attacks like normal Pokemon, but you could also uh, strategize to where you use agile style, which uh, makes you quicker in battle but your attacks are not as strong or you could do strong style where your uh attacks pack more of a punch but you're slowed down so you might lose a turn um and you could see the the turn list in the top right corner like when you're gonna attack and when the opponent's gonna attack so there's a lot of like more strategy involved with how you approach a battle in the game Mm -hmm. uh which helps with some of the the alpha pokemon where if you just want to knock it out and get the xp you could do a strong style or more of an agile style to try to like just chip away at it and you get extra moves too so it's super cool Mm-hmm. I love the new uh, the new combat system. I do like I've I've heard some complaints. I, I honestly haven't been deep in like the online discussion about it, but I I do find myself I will say almost always just spamming strong style, unless I'm fighting an alpha and I'm trying to get because uh, depending on what attack you're doing on like the speed, sometimes you can end up getting two turns in a row. So it's like if you could do a uh, an agile attack. And you're lucky enough that then you can follow it up with throwing a Pokeball. Like, that works out really well. Mm-hmm. But I almost always do strong. Like, do you guys find yourself actively switching between them a lot? See, for Pokemon that are... I mean, in the beginning, I was using Agile a lot because that could make or break whether I would beat an Alpha when my party yeah. was rather re- regularly low level. Because, yep. like, if I sent out, for example, what was one of the first Alphas... Uh, there's a Snorlax. Yeah, and, like, so if I wanted to send out my Quilava, because fire is, like, pretty good against normal, um, if I sent it out, the odds are the alpha's gonna get the first hit in. Mm-hmm. So, but if I use Agile style, then I might get the first hit in, and then I might do some pretty substantial damage to it, so that when he takes my Quilava out in one hit, like alphas often do, yeah. at least in the beginning, then I can just, like, get to it. Like, the Agile style is helpful when fighting a higher level pokemon because if you can hit it first there's a higher chance of winning yeah yeah totally yep it's uh yeah i i like it i'm not like not happy about it i do feel like and i don't know what the answer is i do feel like there's probably some sort of balancing you could do to the combat a little bit like further but i feel like this is a trade-off that you have to make in order to have an open world and I will take, like, you know, some of the... It's a like, step in the right direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I will gladly take this. And I think they the way they try to mitigate that is by having the different sections. 
Yep. And like, um, I mean, if you're kind of doing everything or you're doing enough, usually the commander will be like, I think at your current level, you're ready to take on this mission. Yeah. I assume if you're not, like if you're advancing too fast, they'll probably say something about like, you probably shouldn't go there yet. I want it like a true... I mean, it is open world, but like a true, like, it's all one region that you're exploring. It would be nice to see them do like a proper, like, Breath of the Wild yeah. style Pokemon. That exactly. Would be cool. And like, have areas be like, this is a high level area, but you can go there, you know? And have exploration be like, you stumble on something super cool just by thinking through a problem and coming up with a solution yeah. for it. Because you got some of that right now. Like, you could break rocks and you could find, like, secret caves yeah, and everything. Yeah. But the reward isn't really that special to warrant doing that all the time. So, like, more Breath of the Wild-style uh, puzzles, like, within the world, too, would be kind of cool. Absolutely. I think that is one of the things. And this was my hesitation before uh, we said we were going to review it on the show when I was considering just buying it for myself. <laughs> um, the world just looked empty. And, like, let's yep. be real, the world is not great. Like, it's pretty low def, you know, uh, it is pretty empty. But I've actually found that, like, as a player, it hasn't bugged me. Like, if, you just, if you're watching right. a video, you're like, wow, that's nothing. But as a player, because you're always moving from, like, Pokemon to Pokemon and, like, you're on to the next thing. And, like, there are some some things that will, like, catch your eye in the world. Like, I don't think it's a spoiler to say. You get a side quest that involves, like, grabbing wisps at one point, mm-hmm. And you don't know where those are. So when you see one, you're like, oh, my God, how do I get up there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I think there, again, with the side quests and with the... Uh, the open nature of the Pokedex that encourages completionist, like, behaviors in, I think, most people probably. Um, I think the empty world is passable. But if you really want to make, like, a great Pokemon game, like, if you want to make whatever... I, I freaking hope they make a new Pokemon Legends, whatever, like, yeah. in the future. I would love to see one with, yeah, like a proper open world and like stuff that isn't necessarily just Pokemon. Like, give us puzzles. Give oh, us- Gen 3 Legends would be so good. <laughs> please. Yeah. Porfa, please. Um, but yeah, I, like, thought, are you, how did you guys feel about like the nature of the world and the nature of like the quests you were undertaking there? Like, did you feel it was populated enough or did you ever feel the lack? No, I. Honestly, like I was so busy doing stuff. Yeah, I never yeah. I never felt that. Um again, like I said, like it could get like slightly annoying when I have a quest in one region I have to bounce back and forth. Yeah. Between some of them. Um other than that though, like I yeah, I had no issues with the world itself. It was yeah, I was always doing things and um I was satisfied with it. Yeah, me too. There's always something to do. There's always people to talk to. And, like, even even if there are days where um, I'm not really sure what to do, there will be Pokemon there. Yeah, yeah. Like, there will be something to do. And it's kind of... I, I found that, like, on repeat visits, different Pokemon start appearing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think... Oh, sorry. And it's very rare Pokemon appear in, like, the corners of each map. So you really got to explore yeah. them like i found a turtwig buried way deep in in one of them you found a turtwig i have a turtwig. i did what 
What? Okay. Hannah has a Pikachu. I do have a Pikachu. I also have a Pikachu. I Pikachu, I stumbled on during the first race quest that you get. I just, I just stumbled on him, like just tro- like going through the forest. I was like, oh hey, little like, guy. Because you race past him, and I'm like, oh, a Pikachu, but I'm in a race. I can't. So when oh. I got out of the race, I like tracked the path back down to find him, and I caught him. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but you see, like, that's great. I love that. And, yeah, Hannah brought up something, too, in, like, the world, which is there's people to talk to. And, like, there are, like, little side characters. There are people who you will see repeatedly, a la kind of, like, Beetle in Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are people who will just be, like, one-off side quests. But you might find, like, literally just in the wild. Yeah. Um. So that's that's always nice. And, and I feel like it keeps it fresh. I am curious to see how this game would hold up for, like, people who are traditionally post like game players where they put like hundreds of hours in after the quest i haven't made it to the end of the game but i'm curious how it would hold up it depends how you play it i think but as far as i know there's like a good post game kind of stuff to do yeah and i feel like it also is gonna take a while until you like beat the game Mm -hmm. i mean i actually I'm not entirely sure about that just because I'm already at six stars and I assume, right, you can hit 10 stars probably well before the end of the game. Mm -hmm. But I have to imagine I probably have like, this game probably has like five or six regions. From what I've heard, main story stuff actually isn't too bad to get through. But if you want to like complete the game and maybe see a true ending, then that'll take you maybe some time. Sure, sure. Yeah, because I feel like there's like beating the storyline and then there's filling your Pokedex. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us to uh the reason everyone plays Pokemon, the narrative. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we could talk about it very briefly here. I think it is still like largely not really here. I would love to see like a a big narrative in Pokemon, but I do think this narrative is like a very nice step in the right direction. Yeah, it yeah, opens sure. with like really cool scene. And it sets up this kind of like weird mystery and like that is reflected in the conflict of some of the characters throughout. And I haven't made it to the end of the game, so I don't know how it resolves, but like yeah. I, I'm at least interested. It definitely takes like a huge backseat after the first like five hours or yeah. so. Um, which I actually kind of don't think is a bad thing because there were some times where I was like, there's too much talking going on. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I resented yeah. the whole beginning of the game. I'm like, please let me play. Please let no, me play. Now. I'm like, if you're going to talk this much, at least give me some voice acting or something, you know? Oh my yeah. God. That too. At this point, like why not just put voice acting in the game? I feel like yeah. that's the next step now for Game Freak. Like let it be voice acted. I feel like it would have been really cool if they had done yeah. that. Especially since all the characters are super cool and fun. Yeah, they come up with, like, cute little, you know, outfits and, like, motifs for them and all of this. And I'm like, why? Like, commit. Commit a bit. They got the money for it. Yeah, they (laughs) definitely do. (laughs) Um, But whatever. Point is, I I actually do like the the narrative uh, insofar as you can call it that. Like, I like the motivation behind doing what you're doing. I like being part of the Survey Corps. I like it being like, hey, we got to map out these Pokemon for the world. And then the without giving it too much away, like the bigger beats too, right? Like there's a big entity that's kind of in question that I'm curious to learn more about. I don't care that much, but I am curious. Yeah. Um, But the big quests, like the culminating quests for each region, I think is pretty cool. Even though like the story, like 
is not necessarily I'm not like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. It is a cool, like cinematic moment. Yeah. It, it has a, it it's a cool build and it's exciting. So I appreciate that. Where like you don't necessarily get something like that in a monster hunter because every monster is like big and bad. Yeah. Whereas because this is like very much, oh, go do whatever you want. When you get to these moments where like you have a cinematic monster reveal, it's very cool, I think. And it's exciting and it's like baby's first Dark Souls, you know. <laughs> those moments. I, it actually gives me very uh like like classic Mario game vibes where it's like yeah. uh, evade the monster until this and then ba 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 and then yep. do it again. <laughs> um but yeah, how how do you guys like those, you know, the quote unquote big quests? You enjoying them or They're they're cool. They're fun. After I saw the first one, which I thought was like awesome, and I do enjoy the other ones that have come since then, I'm like, okay, like I get the gimmick now. Yeah. Um, yeah. like the set pieces and the the context of, or not the context of, like the, the different Pokemon that you're you're fighting is yeah. neat, but it's it is the same dodge hit, dodge hit, you know. The move sets are, I will say, because I've fought, I guess three at this point, or two. I I I know I've had two. There's one that's like different, and then there are two that are the same. Um, the second time around, like, and I hope that it continues throughout the game, I thought it was interesting because the movesets were very different because they were different Pokemon. Yeah. And that one had, like, evolving movesets throughout the fight. So it wasn't yeah. hard. You got to be on your toes like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think it's necessarily easy or anything. The yeah. third one, I think, actually got me once. That's the one time I died in the game so far. Ooh, that's what yeah. I was about to ask. I'm like, how have you guys found the difficulty? Have you died at all? I have Just not once. Died. I haven't died yet. I have come close a couple of times where I just like, Almost I've drowned. gotten on. <laughs> oh yeah, the drowning definitely. <laughs> um, but because it like spawns you right on the shore, and like, but usually the camera, at least for me, the camera's always glitched where I can't see myself. Yeah, so I so press the like, thumbstick and then the I walk right back into the water. Literally, <laughs> the same thing um, happens to me. But having the the Pokemon attack you in the overworld, if an alpha gets you. At like the wrong moment, and like a bunch, like if you end up getting hoarded, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm. It's a little close. I'm poisoned. This isn't looking too good for me right now. And they also introduced uh, the space time distortions, mm-hmm. which are really cool because you can go in and like capture a bunch of like random, crazy, like usually high level Pokemon, or get cool items. Mm. Yeah. So like those are fun things. I have to be like in the mood to go into it. Yeah. Y- you know, you have to be ready. Um, and it's definitely like very frantic, but it's, it's fun. You can like, you know, it can go from zero to 60 real quick where like if, if a big strong thing gets two or three hits on you, all of a sudden your screen's like blacked out. I'm like, ah, okay, let's get out. Right. But, um, yeah, I actually, I don't think I've lost a Pokemon bat. I've lost Pokemon battles to alphas in the wild when I was yes. too underpowered. Yes. But I don't think I've lost any of the like story fights. Gotcha. And they do this really nice thing in the game where most of the story fights, they heal you. Like, they'll be like, hey, yeah. let me hear your Pokemon no, for No, I love that. Yep. They'll be like, thanks, buddy. Here you go. And I'm like, wow. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very true. much about, like, trying to get you into the game again as quick as possible. And I appreciate that because it's like, yeah, I mean. Because before, like, in a, in previous Pokemon games, you would just have to go back to the Poke, like the Pokemon Center and then hope you know where you were and, like... 
yeah. find that place again. I mean, you definitely lose, uh, unless it shows up later in the game, you definitely lose some of the aspects that like I feel like are traditional in some of the other Pokemon games, like exploring a cave and trying to figure out, like that's where like all of your Pokemon dying sucks, right? Because yeah. you, you have that. That just doesn't exist in this game, so I think they made a strong choice in being like, why are we going to like bother them with having to go, you know, yeah. right. they can fast travel anyway. So like, let's just do it for them. And I appreciate that. It's all about getting back in the game as quick as possible. Um, but yeah, I, I find, I think the game has just enough challenge where yeah. like, if you're, if you're enjoying the areas, you're taking your time and then you move on to the next, like it's not overwhelming, but like, it's enough that for the big fights, you gotta, you gotta think stuff through. Totally. Um, wow, we've been like, this is pretty much nothing but praise today, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's not yeah. a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, Do we... I, is there anything you don't like about the game? Uh, night so far? I mean, I'm into it. It's a perfect game, too, where, like, you could binge it for multiple hours, or you could pick it up for a little bit, get one or two things done, then wait, uh, pick it up the next day. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's multiple ways to, to go about it. It's great. Absolutely. I've been enjoying it like exactly how you said, where there are some days where I'll sit down and I'm like, oh my God, it's been three hours. Uh Uh, And then there are other days where I'll pick it up for like 10 minutes and I'll do one side quest and like capture some Pokemon and then like just put the switch to sleep. And still feel accomplished. Like I did something. Yeah. It's it's perfect. Honestly, my main gripe with the game is now it's harder for me to remember to launch Animal Crossing in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because for a while my Switch has pretty much just been an Animal Crossing machine, um, and I'm still trying to complete my art museum, so I can't forget to log in. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's probably why I don't have as many hours on it because I got Animal Crossing at the same time yeah. that I got Oops. this game. Whoopsies. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't really have any major gripes with the game other than like. And maybe it's because they set such a low bar uh, in terms of, like, innovating in the formula. But I'm just so happy to see, like, it's a cool formula, uh, not just for people who are, like, big fans and tired of, like, seeing the same stuff. But even for someone like me who, like, hasn't spent much time in the franchise but wants to, I'm like, cool. Like, this is modernized. Yeah. There, you know, there's a reason to play this beyond me just liking how the Pokemon look. And so I've enjoyed the hell out of that, and I just want them to keep moving in that direction. Like you said, I'd love to see, you know, a bigger open world. Maybe one that just looks a little nicer. Like, Breath of the Wild looks so good. Mm-hmm. And it's so old. Like, Yes, yeah. <laughs> correct. I'd say my only, and, like, it's not even a gripe. My only, like, gripe was what I mentioned at the beginning, where it's, like, I kind of... And and this is probably just a me thing, like I said, because I am mm-hmm. non-binary. I would have loved just, like, picking an outfit, like, in Pokemon Go instead sure. of, like... Yeah. Right, right. Because in the beginning, and again, like, this is, like, a very, like, niche, like, specific thing, but, like, him just calling me girl every five seconds, I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know if I like that. Mm-hmm. But that's, again, just a very specific... Yeah, but I mean, like, that's fair, you know, like, because in a game like this... There's not really like a st- like you're not playing as like Geralt of Rivia yeah. where it's like you're playing as a boy. like, like it really doesn't matter. Yeah, so you're like, you. You're not some specific specific character, yeah, right? So, yeah. So pull an Animal Crossing and like let us just customize the character however yeah, we want. It'll just, be more fun. Like you get yeah. more variety instead of yeah. just one of two options. Yeah. Uh, there are like little 
uh, stuff that we didn't touch on, but like there are cute little customization stuff. Like you can buy outfits, mm-hmm. um, and you can like unlock new wares at the stores and stuff like that. It all contributes into like continuing to advance your little village. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why they wouldn't allow you to like just have more customization when it's not like important. Like you're not playing. Yeah, as a yeah. I was like, I just don't know why it's necessary anymore. Yeah. Right. But yeah, but that's not anything about the gameplay. Like the gameplay has been great. Yeah, and it runs smooth too. Have you guys run into any lag or anything, especially being on the Switch? Um, you know, like, actually, no. No, I'm popping, but that's it. Popping for sure. But honestly, I play handheld. Oh, I hit my mic. Uh, I play handheld all, always, like at all times. So I feel like on a small screen, popping is much harder to notice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's I don't know. It hasn't been a problem for me. Um, I notice more lag in Animal Crossing when I run through my giant fields of flowers because there's too many of them. So, yeah, I think they did, a, they did a great job, which is surprising because I don't have a lot of faith in Game Freak as, like, a developer studio um, in terms of, like, quality control. But, yeah, no, they, they did a great job. And if I feel like if they keep up with like this trend and this team keeps putting these ideas forth and the studio listens and like adapts them they might make a a pokemon fan out of me i I could see myself buying more pokemon yeah yeah and for someone who was already a pokemon fan i am quite pleased i like that it has hints of like the original pokemon game while still having like cool new stuff to explore it's super cool for sure so I guess we can go into a vote, but I Let's think we know vote. which way this is going. <laughs> so in the case of Pokemon Legends Arceus, how do we vote? Speedrun edition. You absolutely should buy it, though. Yes. If you're like me, you like definitely buy it. Um, whether you haven't played a Pokemon game or you've only played a few, like this is the one to get. It's open. It's fun. It's fresh. I love it. Yes. Uh, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead, I was going to say just retweet. Like, just absolutely. Because even, like John said, even if you're not a diehard Pokemon fan, you will have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely buy it. Uh, I don't think this game does anything exceptional or wild or crazy or nope. terribly <laughs> new. But because it's Pokemon and because, like, it's been the same for so long, any minute little update or change feels like something incredible. So, like, I hey, I enjoy my time in it. So, yeah, buy it. Yeah. Absolutely. So in the case of Pokemon Legends Arceus, you should buy it, though. We haven't had, for a game, right, because I know we had last week, we haven't had, you know, in my last few episodes here ages ago, we didn't have a full consensus for a while, I don't think, right? Uh, I think you're correct. Me and TJ together had consensus for a while, but it was just two of us. Yeah, you you guys are are very, very similar tastes. We are, we are. Um... Yeah, no, I've, I I freaking love this game. I'm so glad I spent the money. I was very hesitant too, just because. I was Me like, too. It looks fun, but I'm Same. not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. I love it. Um, we did it. Even though it doesn't do anything revolutionary, I think just because I don't it's know. Pokemon. I think I think I think for Pokemon it was revolutionary. No, for Pokemon, absolutely. But I mean, yeah. like in in comparison to other games, I think because it has that capture mechanic mm-hmm. and like that pokemon element that doesn't really exist in other games yeah it feels fresh sure. even though it's like old yeah um but i don't know do we want to talk about next gen they they just announced what was it violet and scarlet Fue coco 
Play Coco ah, he's, a little, he's a little fire T-Rex. I need him. I need Fue Coco. <laughs> uh, which starter did you pick? For this one? Yeah. Rowlet. Ooh, we want Quillava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or Cyndaquil. Or Cyndaquil, sorry. I would have picked Cyndaquil going into it, but then I saw a picture on Twitter of the the drugged out uh, Quillava, so then I didn't go with Cyndaquil. Oh, Typhlosion's pretty cool. Yeah. Or Typhlosion like little... is what I meant, yeah. Yeah, he gets like his little flame collar. It's very cool. He looks high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I I'm gonna keep an eye on Scarlet or Scarlet on Violet and whatever. me too. I'm yeah yeah. But honestly, I'm I'm if I had to place bets right now, my hopes are not terribly high for that one. I, right. I'm expecting a slightly improved version of Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. I think now that this has been a success, maybe the next game we'll see like it uh, would be hard to go back, honestly. Yeah, that's my word. Like I'm curious to see if if people are going to be disappointed, but like this has been in development for so long and I feel like they must have been so hesitant yeah. to make legends. Uh cuz otherwise like they would have made this the next game, but they made it a spin-off series I think because they were scared. Right. And so I feel like these must have been in develop- development around the same time. So I, I would be very surprised to see them have, like, <laughs> the same formula. Uh, but I really hope, I mean, there's no way they don't see, like, the numbers from this and just the general public reception. There's no way they don't start adopting these mechanics into the mainline series. Right. So we'll see. I, I guess it's a good time to be a Pokemon fan, huh? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because for the first, what, like, three, four years of the Switch, there were no Pokemon games on Switch whatsoever. And then all of a sudden, it's like three different ones in the span of a year. Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah. But yeah. I guess uh, thanks for playing, guys. I'm glad we all enjoyed this game. It's always yeah. nice when we get to like dote upon something. For sure. <laughs> um, let us know, all of you at home. Uh, are you guys playing Pokemon? Who you? What starter did you pick? Are you are you loving it? Are you hating it? What's going on? If you could be a Pokemon, what kind would you be? That's a good question. What kind of Pokemon would you be? Um, it depends. I like it's hard for me to feel like I fit in just one category. I feel like I would definitely be one of those like blank and blank, not just like one. But I do love a psychic moment, always have and water. So maybe water. a water psychic. Yeah. I think I'm a fire guy. Nice. Cool. Or electric. Is there a fire and electric Pokemon? Um, Probably not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, because then it would have to be both strong and weak to water. <laughs> wow. Okay. Metagaming. I, I mean, that would be a cheat code. Yeah. Um. Let us know at home. Snorlax. Smash or pass. Yeah. Ooh. Smash. Yeah, absolutely. Smash. Same. I really, I've always wanted for years, I've wanted that big Snorlax beanbag. I think so, yeah. It's like $200. It's like a a life size Snorlax, but it's like a beanbag. That's cheap for something that amazing. That's not, that's actually not bad. When I was in like (laughs) high school living off my Starbucks wage, I was like, there's no way. But now I'm like, you know, I could save for for three years. (laughs) Um, Inflation's killing us, y'all. Yeah, it is. If you want to talk about inflation and combating it with us, consider chatting with us on our Discord by becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash should I buy. 
Uh, we'll give you fun 24-hour impressions when we're playing new games. Uh, people on our Discord, they, you know, we, we stream all the time. Or we're starting to stream more now. We used to stream all the time. We're getting back into it. Uh, we usually post that there. We're also on twitch.tv slash Productions. All those cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, I guess unless you guys have anything else, I'm pretty good. I'm nope. good. I'm we good. did it. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm going to go play some Pokemon. Woo. We'll talk at you all real soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.